Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. must not be multiplied beyond necessity. Now, speaking of overcomplicating things, it's like, what does that mean? Well, here's what he suggested. He suggested that we keep things as simple as possible. Now, apparently, I, I read in, a, in another book this, this week about how the Bible has impacted global civilization. This guy said, Einstein took Occam's theory and, and took it one step further and, and said, Keep things as simple as possible, but no simpler. A good rule of thumb when sharing the gospel is to keep things simple. Today, you're reminded that Einstein added, keep things as simple as possible, but no simpler. You're to share the gospel of Christ and be adamant that without Christ, there is no salvation. He is the only way. Receiving Christ is simple, but also profoundly significant. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with part one of his message from the book of Hebrews, chapter 5. Today we're picking it up at verse 5 of Hebrews, chapter 5. And, and it's in the middle of a thought. The, uh, the writer to the Hebrews is reminding them that the high priest position was not something that you could just put yourself up for. You know, it's like you, you couldn't run for that, like it was an elected position or something. Um, it was an appointment that God himself made. He had appointed Aaron as high priest, and then he said it would be Aaron's sons who would occupy that position. And, and so now in verse 5, listen, he says, So also Christ did not glorify himself to become high priest, but it was he who said to him, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. As he also says in another place, You're a priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek, who in the days of his flesh, talking about Jesus, in the days of his flesh when he had offered up prayers and supplications with vehement cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death and was heard because of his godly fear, though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him, called by God as high priest according to the order of Melchizedek. Now, we've talked about this subject, this idea of the high, the, the high priestly position, that Jesus, our high priest, forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. It, the Bible keeps bringing it up, and that's a strong indication to us that it's something we need to pay attention to, right? I mean, when, when God repeats himself several times, it's not because he forgot, right? He's emphasizing it. It's like, come on, pay attention to this. I, I need you to look at this. Jesus Christ is your high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. 
So if he's repeating it, it's because we need to look at it again. We need to talk about it. We need to think about it. This idea that the priesthood of Jesus Christ is eternal, that it's more than an earthly priesthood, that it is in fact a kingly priesthood. You know, we we talked about this when we went through it a couple of weeks ago. That's abnormal. Kings are not also priests in Israel. It was two separate functions. Except in the case of Melchizedek, which was before Israel existed, and now in the case of Jesus. It says he is both king and priest. These things all have an impact on our relationship with the Lord. Now, today we're going to focus just on a couple of things in this passage. Verse 7, again, says, In the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with vehement cries and Tears to him who was able to save him from death and was heard because of his godly fear. And the idea there is his, his reverence, his, to use an old-fashioned word, his piety, his fear of the Lord, his reverence for his father. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. You know, th- this is a complicated passage. I did a lot of reading on, on this passage and some really you know, smart, godly people disagree about exactly what this is saying. But I wonder if that's not because sometimes we tend to overcomplicate things. Have you noticed that? One of the things that it intrigues me about us as, as, as Christians, we overcomplicate the Bible. I love Pastor Chuck Smith. You know, Chuck was... Chuck started the Calvary Chapel churches out in Southern California, and, and um, the way it all started was just a little church of 25 people, and he took it over and started teaching them the Bible. And it grew, and a whole bunch of hippies got saved, and some of those hippies decided that they wanted to go out and start teaching the Bible, and he said, sure, go for it, and I'll help you, and he did. And so the, uh, sort of a movement began that was centered around just teaching the Bible. And, and here's the thing that Chuck taught over the years. Now, I'd never heard of him. I was a young man in my mid-30s, you know, the first time I ever heard of Chuck Smith, living down here. And one of the things, though, is I would go to the pastor's conferences over the years out in Southern California. One of the things that really impacted my life was Chuck would always say, fellas, simply teach the Word of God simply. That's such great advice. Simply teach the Bible Simply. Don't overcomplicate it. It reminds me of a story. And I've shared it before, you know, this young preacher and, and, and he's, you know, it's his first church and he's all excited and he's not been there very long and he's doing his best, you know, to deliver good messages and powerful sermons. And one Sunday he finishes and he goes to the back, you know, he's standing back there to shake everybody's hand as they leave. And, and this elderly lady comes walking up with her cane, you know, and she gets to the door and, and, she, and she shakes his hand and she says, preacher, that was a fine job. That was such a good sermon. I didn't understand very much of what you said, but you said it very well. <laughs> Did he accomplish anything? No. 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 Now, she was very impressed with his knowledge. But she didn't learn anything. She didn't learn anything. Now, simply teach the Word of God simply. Now, okay, that's great, but I'm not, I'm not a teacher, Pastor. What, what does that mean to me? Well, it, keep it simple. Keep it simple. You know, I shared with you guys a while back. I was reminded of it this morning as I 
was um, pulling up to the church, I, I, I heard myself on the radio. That, that's weird. You know, when, I don't do that very often. I don't listen to myself. Um, from time to time I do because I've been encouraged that maybe I could learn something about what not to do when I'm teaching. You know, listen to what you've been doing and maybe you could improve. So as I was listening, I was reminded of a book that I shared w- with you guys a while back. The title of the book is Love Does. It's a good book written by an attorney. And this, uh, this attorney talks about the fact that he said, you know, he, he stopped going to Bible studies a while back. And then he clarifies it in the book. And he says, now, now here's what I mean. My friends and I continue to meet every week and study the Bible, but we stopped calling them Bible studies. And we started calling them Bible do groups because we realized that God didn't give us his word simply to study it. He wants us to put it into practice. I thought, yeah, that's good. Bible do groups. I like that. That's really cool. In, in, in my reading in the last few weeks, there's something that keeps coming up. It's something that's called Occam's razor. How many of you have heard of Occam's razor? It, it's, it's often shared as an, as a, like a solid, almost irrefutable principle of logic. But I learned that it's actually not that. According to Princeton University, it was first set forth by a Franciscan friar in England, William of of Occam. And Father William of Occam wrote, entities must not be multiplied beyond necessity. Now, speaking of overcomplicating things, it's like, what does that mean? Well, here's what he suggested. He suggested that we keep things as simple as possible. Now, apparently, I, I read in, a, in another book this, this week about how the Bible has impacted global civilization. This guy said Einstein took Occam's theory and, and took it one step further and, and said, keep things as simple as possible, but no simpler. That's good counsel. You see, here's what we do sometimes as Christians. Like, like the lady told me when I was just a baby Christian, and there was a, an older lady in the church, and, and I shared with her, you know, I've been having some nightmares, having trouble sleeping. And she said, oh, just open your Bible and put it on your nightstand. It's not a magic book. Do you understand that? It's not a magic book. Are you part of a local church community? It's important to have a faith-based community around you as you continue to seek all that God has for your life. With more on that, here's Pastor Robert. Thanks, Chris. You know, if you're looking for a way to get closer to Jesus and you're in the Miami area, we've got a plan. We started something a few years ago that we we call it Intensive Christian Training, ICT for short. It's three phases, begins with just uh, dinner together, Um, in a group setting every Thursday night. You do that for about 10 or 11 weeks and just go through the basics. What is Christianity? But you're doing it around a meal with a group of people that you really connect with and and get to know. So if that sounds like something you might be interested in and you're in our Miami-Dade area, reach out to us, mainthingradio.com. Thanks, Pastor Robert. For more information, visit mainthingradio.com. 
that's all we have time for today. But thanks for tuning in. Join us next time to continue studying God's Word right here on Main Thing Radio.